we keep saying when I talk to y'all every week, it's a must win. When you get to the playoffs, it's must wins. And so because of the the hole or whatever you want to say that we've kind of dug ourselves into, and even though we're not really in a hole because of the way the, the AFC is, we're still behind some teams and have to do some work and we, we can't let up. And so every game is a must win. Every game is a playoff type, playoff caliber game. And so that's the approach we have to take moving forward the rest of the way. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday as we get set for Week 14 in the NFL. The voice there of Ben Roethlisberger, he's all in on a must-win game for his Steelers tomorrow night. They're 6-5-1. and one. They head to Minnesota for Thursday Night Football. Let's bring on a guest to talk about the NFL. This game and the whole slate, Week 14, Ian McMillan from Betside, and he's joining us on the Roman guest line. Ian, let's start with Thursday Night Football. The Steelers at the Vikings, 6-5-1. and one. Steelers, 5-7. and seven. Vikings, Vikings, the favorite by three points in this one. What a wacky year. I know you bet on every game. The Vikings have just had to just drive you crazy with some of these weeks, including Sunday against the Lions. What do you make of this game and the number? I, I, I'm on the Vikings side of this, but I say that, you know, with, with some trepidation because of the way they, they've blown games this year. Yeah, the Vikings are one of the more frustrating teams this year to bet on the NFL for sure. But, uh, I mean, listen, I think Mike Tomlin should be in the conversation for Coach of the Year because this Steelers yes. team is not a good football team, but yet they continue to find ways to win games. So as frustrating as the Vikings have been, the Steelers have been frustrating from an angle where I keep betting against them and I keep losing. Uh, but I'm going to do it again this week. I mean, I just can't trust the Steelers' offense, 27th in yards per play. Uh, I know, obviously, the Vikings aren't uh, an elite team, especially defensively, but uh, there's kind of a few bets where I've just kind of stuck my flag in the ground and, and just I'm going to die on the hill. And one of those bets is just fading the Pittsburgh Steelers despite the, the fact that they keep winning. So uh, I'm going to take I'm, I'm going to back the Vikings there laying the points on Thursday night. Ian, Week 13 was boring in one sense because we didn't have the Tennessee Titans to beat up on as their fan base just gets all upset. Like, it's kind of sad right now because what, how do you defend them? You lose to Houston, then you lose to New England, you go on a bye, and here's Jacksonville. Even if they do win, great. You beat the Jaguars. What do you think of this number? Uh, right now it's Titans favored by nine coming off the bye and two losses. Yeah, I mean, betting on the Jaguars is always a little bit of an ugly feeling, and, and I never, ever, ever in my life feel confident about a Jaguars bet. But, uh, yeah, I, gotta, I, I think this number is too big. Uh, <laughs> the Titans are coming off, uh, <laughs> coming off of some rest here. But, I mean, it's the Titans. And um, is, are they probably going to win? Yes, nine and a half points. I mean, you, you, you said it, Joe. You guys have been, have been watching me on Twitter. I, I've unfortunately gotten into war with uh, – uh, Titans fans, but statistically they just aren't a good team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. And I, I'm I'm married to the numbers, and the numbers tell me that the Titans aren't a good team despite the record. So uh, they lost to the Texans there a couple weeks ago. If they lose to the Jaguars, then I might make uh, the most obnoxious video I've ever put out on Twitter, <laughs> laughing at the Titans fans. So uh, I've kind of this is another one I've kind of put my flag in the ground. I got to be anti-Titans uh, for the rest of the season, just kind of. Uh, based on this whole uh, this whole argument I've had with Titans fans alone. Ian, I'm also a Canadian living in the United States, so I'm glad we can bond over that. Um, I'm looking at your Twitter, and you use the uh, reverse jinx on your bets. You did it with the Lions. Tell me a little bit about that strategy. Does it help you stay in the green? 
Yeah, like the great Michael Scott says, uh, I'm not superstitious, I'm a little stitious. Um, I, I'm, I'm married <laughs> to the numbers, I'm married to the statistics, but when I have a bet that's losing, I've got to throw out every single uh, uh, tool I have in my toolbox, and one of my favorite ones is the classic uh, reverse jinx. Uh, 60% of the time it works every time, so I highly recommend <laughs> it for sports bettors out there when, when they're losing their bets late in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Ian, when you look to Sunday, um, there's a lot of interesting games on the board this week. But one, I, I'm just not sure which side to be on. I'm curious if you are. A, a very short spread, a one-point spread. The 49ers in Cincinnati against the Bengals. Big playoff implications. Obviously, both teams, they need every win they could get to get to either a wild-card spot or the Bengals still chasing the Ravens in the AFC North. What do you make of this game? Both teams coming off losses last week. Yeah, I do kind of like the 49ers in that spot. Listen, there's a stat that I look at quite often. It's called net yards per play. Some people make fun of me a little bit too too much because I might, I might overvalue it a little bit. That might be fair. But, I mean, basically, uh, it's just your offensive yards per play. Subtract the, the amount of yards per play given up on defense. And in a coin flip game like this, I just kind of got, have to kind of look at the numbers. And the 49ers are significantly better in that stat than, than the Bengals. Sixth in the NFL at .74. Uh, Bengals around the middle of the pack at point one seven. So uh, this this is one of those games. I mean, I think the odds are set about right. It is a true coin flip, uh, but I am betting on every single game. So I'm forced to make a play here, and I'll just kind of back uh, some of those numbers and take the 49ers. But honestly, anything could happen in that game, and I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, so push and pull on the biggest game of the week: Monday Night Football, Rams and the Cardinals. It opened at two and a half, then it moved to three. And now we're back at two and a half. What are you thinking? <laughs> I've mentioned a few teams. I'm just going to put my flag in the ground. The Rams are another one because uh, I tweeted out uh, a few a uh, few weeks ago uh, in their last loss. I'm blanking on who they were playing against. But about how the Rams statistics are good and they're just running into some bad luck. And they're actually a very good football team. And then within 30 mm-hmm. seconds, they gave up a touchdown. And then Matt Stafford threw pick six. Uh, so that was one of the stupidest things uh, that, that I've looked on Twitter in the past couple of weeks. But I kind of have to die on this Rams hill because, I mean, statistically, they're uh, second net yards per play. They move the ball. They, good, they do good things on defense. Uh, something that you can do against this Cardinals defense is run the ball. So I really hope um, that the Rams decided to just kind of run the ball instead of forcing Matt Stafford to make throws that he probably shouldn't be making because that's what's killing uh, the Rams this season is just turnovers interceptions what was it three straight games with a pick six it's hard to win games when you're doing that so uh i'm gonna die on the on the rams hill here and i just think i think the cardinals are being a little bit overvalued uh, with their record they're a very good team uh i don't think they're, they're deserving of the best record in the nfl so i'm probably just gonna back rams uh, rams money line for that one ian bills short road dogs um at the bucks what do you like in this one that's a, this is a, this is a, the Bills are kind of like the AFC version of, of the Rams, where statistically they're a very good team, but they just keep finding ways to lose games. So, um, right at that number of three, I don't, I think I might look at the total on that one instead, to be honest. 52 and a half. Uh, both defenses are in the top 10 in most defensive categories. I think that's a little bit of a high total. So, uh, I'll probably look to the total on that one, but that one might be sneaky the best game of the week as well. That's, that one's, that one's going to be a fun one. But I'll, I'll, I'll take the under. Uh, and be the mascot that I am and then root for uh, uh, punts and turnovers, I guess. Ian McMillan joining us here from Betside and talking NFL Week 14. Ian, you mentioned your favorite st- stat, NFL net yards per play. And I'm looking uh, for a game that is coming up this Sunday, a big one in the NFC East. 
Uh, the Dallas Cowboys in Washington, a four-point number. Dallas is favored. They have extra rest coming off their Thursday night game against New Orleans. And look, Washington's playing better right now, but they're still bottom 10 in the NFL in net yards per play. Even the last three games, which they've won all three, they're pretty bad. I mean, it, it's it's actually worse than it was before. You know, overall for their season, net yards per play. Are you buying this Washington resurgence here, or do you think the Cowboys kind of end this on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, you mentioned it. I mean, I, yeah, I'm I'm going to back this, the Cowboys to kind of end this run by Washington. You 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 made a couple of great points, things that I look at, net yards per play, uh, and it goes back to the past four weeks as well. Uh, they just keep winning games, but statistically they're kind of being outplayed. Uh, they're kind of like uh, the opposite of the Rams or the Bills, where, where statistically they aren't good, but they're finding ways to win games. When they need to make a play, uh, they make the play. But those kinds of things just aren't sustainable. I, I think over the long term, uh, those kind of statistics like net yards per player are, are going to kind of prove to be a better predictor of, of long-term results over something like uh, grittiness or something like motivation that a lot of people like to cite. So, uh, yeah, the Cowboys are just the better team, the eye test uh, on paper. I'm going to back them to kind of uh, end the Washington run here because I think it is a little bit of a sell-high spot for Washington because you are starting to get a lot of people talk about Washington being a being a playoff team. I'm just not buying it. So I'll, I'll, I'll be back in the Cowboys there on Sunday. Ian, is there a uh, NFL side or total for this upcoming week uh, that you like more than most that we have not addressed? Yeah, I would say, I mean, the, the last team who's hill and dying on is, is the Las Vegas Raiders. I put out a video last week that I was yep. not only going to uh, bet them big against Washington, but I also sprinkled on them to win the Super Bowl last week at 80-1. to 1. So I'm, I'm kind of immediately regretting that, but I'm in too deep on the Raiders, another team that's statistically a good team. Now, where the Raiders do run into issues, which has kind of caused the record, is uh, they're terrible both on third down and in the red zone. Uh, both offensively and defense, defensively, which has just really cost them. But nine and a half points they're getting against the Chiefs team where, yes, their first matchup on the score sheet was a blowout. But if you watch the game, I don't really know if it's that lopsided. I mean, I, I, the Chiefs got a lot of bounces. The Raiders got nine penalties in that game. There was a couple dropped interceptions. I remember that uh, that throw by Mahomes. He went, you know, uh, the other side of the field, and it should have been an easy pick. It ended up being a touchdown, so... Um, the Raiders, nine and a half points. I think it's too many against the Chiefs. I'll back them. I want to pivot to college hoops uh, really quick because I know you had a piece going in on the Arizona Wildcats. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, and I think I might have got into it a couple days too late. So if you're interested in making any futures bets for college basketball, I love Arizona. Um, but their, their, their prices do kind of uh, change depending on what book. So definitely a price shop for that. But I, I think Arizona is like a legitimate contender uh, this college basketball season. We're still early, but, I mean, they are first in the country right now in average scoring margin, winning games by an average of 32.6 points, seventh in offensive efficiency, second in defensive efficiency. They can rebound the ball. They're 13th in rebounding rate, eighth in block percentage, which is kind of an interesting stat. Any team that kind of pounds the ball down low, they're going to have trouble against this Arizona team. Uh, so, yeah, if you're looking for a little bit of, a, of an early dark horse pick, I mean, obviously the top teams, the Dukes, the Gonzagas, they don't really have much betting value from a, from a futures market right now, I don't think. If you want a team that I think still has a little bit of value, uh, at least at the time being, we might be on the kind of the back end of it. I might have been a few days late, to be honest, but I really like this Arizona Wildcats squad. Ian, early thoughts, college football playoff. Obviously a very big number with Alabama, Cincinnati. And then uh, the game I'm most intrigued by, 
Michigan and Georgia in the other semifinal. What's your early thoughts on the matchups we're getting in the college football playoff? Yeah, I haven't dove too deep into the college football playoff yet, but I do kind of like both underdogs, to be honest. I, I, obviously not to win right As much as I would love Cincinnati to, to see them beat Alabama, that, that would be one of my favorite sports moments for the rest of my life, I think, if it happens. But uh, probably not to win the game, but I, I do kind of like them to cover the spread, and I like Michigan to cover the spread as well. I haven't dove into those games uh, too, too much, but um, as kind of cliche – uh, of a term it is. I think there is a little bit of uh, SEC bias baked into these lines. So I'm, I'm probably going to play the underdogs. We'll see how it plays out, though. Blind betting Army-Navy under? Yes. You have to. 100%. You have to. It's 33 and a half yeah, now, even, man. It's just... Yeah, yeah, I mean, I even if it's it. maybe, yeah, maybe even if it's not the right play. I mean, at this point, it's hit, it's hit so often. You just have to yeah, like uh, ride the, w- the wave just for fun and... and, and who, who doesn't like an under in that game? 15 straight years. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that's, a long, that's a long-term trend. That, it really is. 15 straight is unbelievable. Yeah, that's yeah. Any that's other? Crazy. I mean, yeah. Well, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, are there any other college games that you have your eye on, whether it be side, total, something? No, that's kind of my project this week is to dive. I'm gonna I'm gonna do uh, the stupid thing that I do in the NFL season where I bet on every single game. I'm gonna bet on every single uh, college football bowl game. So oh, how man. many is it? Forty three yeah. or something like that. So I haven't dove uh, in, in, into college uh, f- uh, the bowl games yet. That's kind of my project for the end of this week. But uh, keep an eye out for that because I will have a play for every single game uh, once those get rolling next week. Yeah, we'll definitely watch out for that. Quickly here, Ian, you mentioned um, your, your process kind of for the regular season for the NFL. Does it change for the playoffs, or, or do you follow the same pattern NFL game, whether it's uh, week two at 1 o'clock or you know, NFL divisional round with everything on the line? I mean, obviously motivation, you mentioned that, where that's different in the playoffs than, than week two or whatever. But is your process different as the season changes and we get closer to the playoffs? No, it mostly stays the same. Uh, a little bit, it, it's a little bit different earlier in the year because because I'm so statistics based. I mean, you don't really have stats to look at in week one and, and week two. So um, I go a little bit uh, a, a, a little bit off the stats early in the season. But once the season really gets rolling, I'm almost mainly statistics uh, statistics based. I look at sharp money, public money, a little bit. Um, but things like things that you just uh, that I find a little bit arbitrary, things that you can't really measure, like motivation, you get you, uh, you hear about all the time. Things like a look ahead spot, I just don't buy a lot of stock in that stuff because, I, in my opinion, unless you're in the locker room, you don't really have a true feel uh, for how how teams are going to get up for games. So, uh, no, in, in the playoffs, I, I mostly stick to statistics like I do during the regular season. Great stuff. Ian McMillan of BetSided on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash We got a lot to get to here on Becuel Daily. An M- a great NBA card tonight. Mark Spears later on. And when we get back, injury updates, line movement for NFL Week 14. That's next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. It is Becuel Daily. Presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.